1: Amazon has a fake review problem that operates on a nearly never-ending cycle. Let's break down how it all works. I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. With me to talk about the Amazon fake review problem is our e-commerce reporter, Laura Hatala. Welcome, Laura. Thanks for having me. First off, how big of a problem is this? Like, How prevalent are these fake reviews?
0: Uh, it's hard to put a number on it, but there's a few ways of looking at it. One is that uh, earlier this year, a British regulator said that uh, they had seen more than 16,000 groups on social media sites that are coordinating these reviews taken down. So that's those are groups on other websites where they're recruiting shoppers to write reviews in exchange for a refund. And so 16,000 groups. And those are the ones that are gone. We know that there are actually quite a few of these groups still existing. Um, and another way of looking at it is that, uh, you know, Amazon says it's knocking down just tons of these, uh, reviews before they can even be posted 200 million suspected fake reviews before they would, were posted last year in 2020.
1: Wow. Well, wow. and it's, it's probably a safe bet to assume that not all those fake reviews made it through their, or, or got stamped out by their filters. Uh,
0: yeah, it's really hard because they have to be able to find real Amazon shoppers who are posting these reviews and detecting that is just really hard for them. So yeah, there's definitely no way they got all of those, but $200 million is probably just the easiest ones to detect.
1: And and overall, just how do these fake reviews, you know, damage the shopping experience on Amazon?
0: Well, it's really interesting because we, there are nearly 2 million brands or sellers, you know, selling items on Amazon globally. And so tons of those are going to be brands we've never heard of before, but they might have good products. So we look at product reviews to see, you know, is this something I should trust? This seems like, you know, a good bargain or it seems like quality. It looks nice. I like the style of this item. Should I actually trust this brand I've never heard of? And so you look at the product reviews. Uh, if you don't know for sure that those people are being totally honest in their reviews, that kind of degrades that whole process. Um, you might be, it might still be a really good product. It might not be. It just kind of, Makes those less useful,
1: definitely. And and you know, you talked about Amazon, you know, filtering out some of these fake reviews. But what else has it done to you know get a hold of this problem?
0: So it's also uh, blocking accounts that it's it's um, recognizing as posting these accounts. It's uh, looking for ways to stop it at the source by working with uh, social media companies, specifically, you know, Meta, which runs Facebook. And Instagram, where a lot of these uh, groups are are coordinating the review in exchange for refund, uh, that is part of the logjam. According to Amazon, they are really reliant on those companies to react quickly. Um, and you know, th- in addition to getting the the um, groups taken down on these other social media sites, Amazon is kicking brands off off of Amazon uh, to. You know, keep them from continuing that practice, which is a pretty big deal for them because they want to have as many um, goods available as possible on their marketplace so that they can keep being the everything store.
1: Right. So let's let's go through the cycle of fake reviews because you've got a piece that kind of runs through how this thing is. It's basically a vicious circle that just perpetuates itself. Uh, f- first off, how do things get started?
0: Yeah, so it starts with just a regular person shopping on Amazon um, and deciding to trust a brand uh, and buy their product, and then when they receive that product, you know, it can go in one of two directions. They they'll usually there'll be some kind of card or flyer that comes with the product, and it might have a website or a QR code on it. That's so common. Typically, it just takes you to the company's website or a you know a customer support website, and that's totally above board. But other times, it either Says straight up on that card, if you uh, will give you a gift card or a PayPal credit, if you write a quote unquote honest review, and then they'll use imagery with like five stars and say positive, making it pretty clear this needs to be a positive review if you want this um, essentially refund. Uh, it can also just lead you to a website that will point you to the Facebook or Instagram group where you'll go on there and you'll see all kinds of products on offer, you know, and the, the, the gist is you go buy it yourself you write the positive review and then you show proof. So no matter how you get sucked into this, you're showing proof at some point to this company and they're giving you either an Amazon gift card or a refund over PayPal or what have you. Um, And so then, you know, that adds more positive reviews and it really, it's kind of like juicing up the process. Even if it's a good product uh, that wouldn't necessarily need to pay people for good reviews, it's making that process happen faster can improve, you know, where they show up on search results if they're a bestseller in their category. Uh, and really, uh, you know, if, if a product has 10,000 positive reviews versus even
1: a thousand, that
0: makes a brand really stand out. Uh, so then, you know, more people go on and trust
1: him. And the, the competition here is pretty brutal, right? Like I, I've seen, you know, if you if you do run a search for a fairly simple product, like a wireless charger or picture frames or whatever, there, there seems to be like one key design that a lot of them stick to. And then there are like 15 copycat ones. And to the point where I don't really know what's the real one and what's the counterfeit or what's the, the kind of copycat. But, you know, a handful of them have 10,000, 15,000 reviews. That's kind of where, like, to your point of, like, not trusting the process. Like, that's, I feel like that's where uh, you do start to doubt things a little bit. You're like, is this, and and like, are these, is this one 10,000 five-star review product like the right one to get
0: yeah and it's really hard to tell and you know with regards to those 15 copycats it can often just be made by the same manufacturer and then you know they're either contracting it out or lots of different brands are buying it and trying to sell it so that even kind of degrades the process further when it's literally the same item and you know they have there's this huge difference in how many reviews uh the items have
1: got it and going back to what uh you know, Amazon's done, because there have there, been a number of companies that have actually been booted off of Amazon because of this, right?
0: That's right. Yeah. Earlier this year, um, there was uh, listings taken down for uh, Aki and MPOW products. as are um, some electronics that like computer peripherals uh, that were taken down. And also as part of an investigation I did, I noticed a few brands that were selling household items like hair straighteners, toothbrushes, coffee makers, and uh, those listings were also taken down uh, once that uh, that whole uh, process was revealed of, of seeking out those incentivized reviews. Uh, so that's something that you know Amazon says it takes seriously. It's clearly taking, I mean, taking brands down is a big deal for them. Um, and even though it's not like the product is faulty or even necessarily a bad product, it's just uh, not good for the shopping experience. So that's that's what uh, Amazon does in that situation.
1: Yeah, and that's a really good point and a, a good distinction because uh, I like I, I own an Aki product actually. I own Aki dash cam. A friend of mine recommended it to me, not on Amazon but directly, and so I bought it. And I'm pretty happy with it. And I think generally those products were pretty well reviewed, like by us before the copy was taken down by Amazon. So it kind of shows you that there is that that I guess extra incentive or there that extra need to have these reviews. Uh, even if they're sort of ginned up by by consumers who are being incentivized just to stay ahead of the pack, is that I mean, is that sort of fair characterization? Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, like you said, some of these products, even CNET has said these are decent products. Um, you know, we're we're not <laughs> writing incentivized reviews, uh, so it's just it's really a competitive edge that companies are seeking out, and that kind of makes sense when you see 1.9 million sellers globally on Amazon. Uh, if you want to stand out, <clears throat> you can't just have a good product, or at least that's the way a lot of these companies seem to feel is that having a really great product isn't, isn't enough to succeed.
1: Got it. And so uh, any, any advice on, you know, as we're going through this holiday shopping and you're looking at these products and you're seeing these reviews, uh, are there any practical, Tips for how to kind of wade through all this, or, or, or are we just sort of doomed to not trust any of the reviews uh, and any of the the review counters that we see?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's just you have to take it all with a grain of salt. It's really hard to tell when there's something like this going on. You can, of course, Google the brand and find out if there's any kind of reports of that sort of thing. Um, uh, if if it's something that's really concerning you, I mean, I think of course the biggest concerns are safety. Um, so that's, that's kind of a different category of issues. Um, you know, it's just sort of like you have, it's an extra caveat emptor. It's an extra reason to, you know, shop around. If, if it really bothers you, kind of the only real alternative is, is to like buy a brand you already know, or a brand from their uh, website website. I mean, but like to your point, you bought your Aki product not on Amazon, uh, so that didn't change the fact that they were reportedly doing this um, incentivized review scheme. So yeah, it's it's complicated, and I think as you're shopping, it's just another thing to keep in mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's not to give a shameless plug to see it, but obviously, if uh, if you're looking for gadgets this holiday, we we do have a list of uh, approved products that, as you noted, aren't incentivized. So. Ah, uh, you can always check out CNET for those tips. But yeah, I think it's just it's uh, being smart, and doing a little bit of research on the products is probably uh, a good approach to shopping this holiday season.
0: Yeah, especially because if if you get if you get a product that um, has an incentivized review on it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. So if you get you know it's not it's not great business pra- practice, but if you if you if you see in other places that it's good, you know that's something that you can use this extra information to help trust it.
1: There you go. Laura, thanks for your time. You can check out her story on cnet.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash dailycharge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.